So we're just going to listen to some smooth jazz. The following program is in no way representative of the high quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. wake up wow wake up yes hi welcome to the five count i'm so fully awake right now thought you fell asleep there for a second i wish hey guess what everybody it's the five count here it is hey tons here i am here and ready to rock my tunny <laughs> my tunny <laughs> wherever i go he goes Oh, man, that's really nice of you to say. My Tony and me. I wish you would walk around and just sing that while you're while we're together. Ton sister. Ton sister. <laughs> Did you have a kid sister? Uh, yes. Like a, a yes, like biologically or no. doll wise. You had the doll wherever I went. She went. Yes, I know. Kid sister and me. Yeah, I know crazy isn't that something hey southern minnesota if you had a kid sister or a my brother my buddy really is what it's called i don't know why it was my buddy and then kid sister the buddy is just the buddy he's not your actual brother but the sister is a sister doesn't make sense anyways if you had one please give us a call 507-519-2030 that's the five count hotline are you saying uh, girls in the 80s couldn't have buddies it was we i don't i mean I don't know that I'm necessarily saying that, but it is kind of strange. Somebody in a marketing meeting thought that. Yeah. Isn't that weird? No, no, no. The the girl's doll's got to be my sister, kid sister, right? Kid. Yeah, that sounds better. Kid sister. I feel Not like my a, buddy, kid sister. I feel like a boy would refer to their sister as a kid sister. Yeah. It's really weird. It's just weird when you think about it. I don't know. Isn't that strange? It's not not strange. I mean, you guys out there, let me know if it's strange. 507-519-2030. You can call that number. You can text that number. And when you do, make sure you talk like that. Talk like this. The five count hotline. Ah. I would love it so much. Ton. Yeah. Glad to be back. It's December. (laughs) How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel pretty good about it. I mean, I feel pretty good about it. 
I don't. I like winter. I like, you know, December. I like pretty snow and all that stuff. I mean, I like it. A lot of stuff coming up, Ton. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Christmas. Let's go over the lineup. Mm-hmm. Jesus' birthday. Yeah. New Year's. Yes. My birthday. Wow. The Super Bowl. Got don't, a lot on your plate. Don't forget Princemas. And Princemas. Yes. That's something. That's a Super five Bowl. count of big time events. You know, do you still watch the Super Bowl? Did you watch it last year? Are you going to watch it? Most this year? people watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, are you going to watch the Super Bowl? Oh, I'll watch it. As a long time, long suffering Kansas City Chiefs fan, yeah. this is now finally what I was struggling through for 30 plus years to get okay. to this point. Really? Where my team is a contender. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As a Houston Oilers fan, you probably don't understand. I don't at all. It's okay. You know, what made you a a Chiefs fan? What made you a Chiefs fan? How did that happen? Uh, I had an aunt who lived in Missouri. I went there as a kid. Yeah. And that's about it. was a huge fan of Derek Thomas, Christian Okoye. The Vikings stink, so. (laughs) I thought that as a child. Yeah. Still sort of rings true today. Huh. Well, all right. Thanks for the share. Sorry there's not a more exciting story. Yeah, I was hoping for more romance in in some manner, but that's okay, you know. Romance with my aunt? Yeah, whatever. I mean, stuff like that happens all the time, Dustin. Nobody hears about it. I just thought you were going to be more honest. Oh, I'm sorry. I am not currently romantically involved with my dead aunt. <laughs> sorry, or her I football be, team. Couldn't be more colorful. Next time, I'll, I'll make something up. I should have known. Just make it up. Suckers listening don't know. I mean, who is even listening? This this one time I was making out with my aunt (laughs) and football was on in the background. Yeah. And it's just like seeped into my subconscious. Yes. Wow. So when you watch the Chiefs, you think about those sweet nothings. My aunt trysts. (laughs) Wow. See, now it all makes sense. Yeah. Son, we've got a big show tonight. Okay. Forgot to mention, we got a special guest. No way. Making a return to the five count. No way. The drummer for the Weird Al Yankovic band, John Bermuda Schwartz. That's awesome. He's back on the program tonight. Very cool. Very cool. He has a new book out. It's called Lights, Camera, Accordion. Oh, that's that sounds fitting. It's like photography and stuff. Yeah. If you're a Weird Al fan, you'd love it. Awesome. Tom, you hate everything, so I'm not sure how to crack that nut. I definitely don't hate everything. Well, just everything I suggest. Oh, definitely not, Dust. Hey, you know what? It's fine. I appreciate you very much. It's fine, Ton. You know why? Because I'm not the kind of guy who gets upset about things like, you know, you hating everything I love <laughs> or, or me sitting in my car for 45 minutes in a church parking lot waiting for you to maybe show up. Yeah. You know, stuff like that doesn't bother me. It doesn't at all. I can tell. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. I don't know what to say to that. Thank you.
Jeez. Don, I got a text message. Did you already? Watching Rudolph on TV with Dad. Snowed six inches in Andover today. News you can use. John Newalm. Hi-o. Hey-o. How's John and Newalm? John, thank you so much. That's a fun uh, little movie to watch there, Rudolph. That's one of my favorites, a Christmas classic. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? Sorry. I was just reading my daughter the golden book, Rudolph, just today. Sounds made up. It's not made up. It's the golden book, and all the pictures are oh. like from the claymation movie, and you would love it. Sorry, Ted, I forgot it. We just had that chat about Yeah. You said it was okay to lie to the listeners. <laughs> I'll catch on. All right. I got it. Yeah, well, cool. Thanks. That sounds like a cool cool thing. Cool thing. Uh, thank you so much, John. I Me? appreciate you writing in, and I hope your dad's doing well, and six inches is plenty of snow. That's what Tun always says. Plenty. Six inches is plenty. <laughs> what do you need with all those inches? <laughs> what are you going to do with more inches than six? Yeah. Tun, should we play some music? Sure, man. It's, you know, the holidays. Let's do it. John Bermuda Schwartz is going to be on the show. He's a drummer for Weird Al. He's a parody artist. Have you heard of him? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Good stuff. I know you're usually all serious business, so mm-hmm. maybe something like that wouldn't have made it onto your radar. Uh, you know, it has slightly, but it's, yeah, it's good, dude. It's good. All right. I don't have a problem with it. That's a ringing endorsement from Justin Tunklein. <laughs>
just don't feel like going to work. I think I'll call my boss, then I'm gonna hack and cough and wheeze. Swear I got some strange disease. What's that little twerp gonna say? Yankovic. And if your radio is on, you're listening to The Five Count.
you didn't win a 20-volume set of the Encyclopedia International, a case of turtle wax, and a year's supply of rice-a-roni, the San Francisco treat. But that's not all. You also made yourself look like a jerk in front of millions of people, and you brought shame and disgrace on your family name for generations to come. You don't get to come back tomorrow. You don't even get a lousy copy of our home game. You're a complete loser. Girl, you know, our economy's on the toilet, but I'm still gonna treat you right. I said you can have whatever you like. I said you can have whatever you like. Yeah, yeah, Sure. 
Cardiano If you had some lipo You could be second runner-up Miss Ohio Seven dollar bills roll inside my plastic billfold Buy you a bagel even if it isn't day old And you never ever gotta wear your sister's old clothes Long as I'm still assistant manager at Kinko's Cut your hair with scissors and a soup bowl You ain't gotta pay me, that's the way that I roll My chick can have what she wants At Walmart she can pick out anything she wants I know girl you ain't never had a man like that Who doesn't make you buy generic brand like that Yeah you like my Hyundai See my Hyundai I can take you to see your cousin Phil next Sunday But that's kinda far and I'm not made of cash Do you think you could chip in for gas? Mac and cheese would be alright But let's stand out for pizza tonight And you can order any toppings you like I said you can even have the last slice Yeah, grab myself a cable from my neighbor next door Now I can get free HBO And baby you can watch whatever you like I said you can watch whatever you like Yeah, and you can always ride the city bus Got a stack of tokens just for us Yo, my wallet's fat and full of ones It's all about the Washingtons That's right, you want White Castle Need White Castle Long as you got me, it won't be no hassle You want it, we'll get it Just don't be a hater If I grab a bunch of napkins for later Thrift store jeans On sale half price The underwear at Goodwill is nice And baby you can have whatever you like I said you can have whatever you like Yeah, baby I can give you anything you please Even share my government cheese And baby you can have as much as you like I said you can have as much as you like Yeah, yeah, yeah There's something weird in the fridge today I don't know what it is Food I can't recognize My roommate won't throw a thing away I guess it's probably his It looks like it's alive It's green and growing 
And Carrie Kenny Silver from Reno 10 says. I always say that. I'm saying that all day. Let's do it. Hey, let's do it. Just do it. All the time. Dust. You slip into that accent? Yes, every single time I say it. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. I got to ask you a question now. Have you seen that new, that Weird Al movie with Harry Potter playing Weird Al? Have you seen that? I have. You have? I didn't know that was Harry Potter until yes, you just said that. It was. I have seen it. And? I haven't seen it yet. What's the... It's, it's pretty good. You should watch it. It's pretty good. It's based on a guy, a real-life guy named Weird Al. Yeah. 
and he has a band. That band has a drummer, that drummer being John Bermuda Schwartz. Yes. Uh, he's on the show tonight. Was he in the film? Uh, well, someone portrayed him, but it wasn't him. It was the other guy okay. pretending. He was doing a parody, you could say. Yeah. Wow. A parody of a parody artist. Sure. Wow. Ton hasn't seen it. He's busy watching Mac and Me. Yeah. For the fourth time this week. I watch Mac and Me uh, repeatedly, and when I get tired of it, I watch Star Trek Next Generation in between. You know, you asked me the favorite character earlier of Star Trek Next Generation. You know, I have to retract my uh, Deanna Troy and go with Data, I think. To be fair, you said Deanna Troy from the neck down. That's true. But I uh, know I like her from the neck up too. I think she's oh, okay. very pretty. I don't even know what you're talking about. I like looking at her in general. Is it? And I like her character on the show. Is it normal for a man to not become a fan, like to become a Trekkie in his forties? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know that I'm a Trekkie. You I know think- the characters. I think to become a Trekkie is like a much more involved endeavor. Do you like Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. Isn't she on that show? Uh, later on. Later seasons. I'm only like on... I'm, I'm I'm still... There's like 26 episodes in a season, so I've still just been on the first season. Where do you find the time? I don't. I, while I'm doing dishes. That's why I'm still on season one. I spend most of my free time preparing for this program. Do you? Good for you. So unless there's uh, you know something Star Trek related, yeah. which we have had a few Star Trek actors and actresses on this program. Yeah. Denise Crosby, for mm-hmm. one. I know her more for her cameo in the, uh, the Black Sabbath music video. Mm. No Stranger to Love. Yes. Who else did? We had Worf on the show. Yeah. Yes, we did. What a guy. It is really... You know what I think is interesting about Star Trek? Space? At least the next generation's one that I'm kind of watching right now. Even though it's an older show, I think think that first season came out in like the late 80s, 88 or 89 or something, and... It doesn't look that dated. It doesn't really look that dated. There's not like antiquated technologies that make it like not not believable. You know, there's not like goofy technologies where you're like, why would you have that or whatever? Like all that stuff is really thought out. And there's also like, there's no cell phones or anything. And, but it, it doesn't, it, it totally makes sense. Like, oh no, civilization went away from all that where onto the set like communicators now is all you need and you know like what would you need the internet really for like you you know you ask the computer for information it tells you it whatever i don't know it's it's just really interesting there's even an episode where they talk about television like there's some people in cryo state and they they find this ship just out there in space and they revive these people people out of cryo and they were basically like an hour um, our similar century, like time period, 
and they're like, where's the TV? You know, let's, I want to see all the such and such teams doing or something, you know, ridiculous. And they're like, no, television kind of went out of style in the, in like 2040. It didn't last much past 2040. Oh, that's coming up soon. Yeah, it's weird. So it's just like interesting the way they do things and it, and it all just sort of like feels, it doesn't feel cheesy or weird it, to me. It feels like a believable still. Really interesting. Did they say anything about the future of public radio? Uh, very much non-existent. Oh, wow. That didn't even make it to no. 2040. No. So what do you no. use? What does that mean for us? I mean, in Star Trek world, it probably ended a couple of years ago. So that means we got maybe another six months. Oh, so it's already ended. Yeah. And just no one thought to tell us. Yep. Huh. That's probably what happened. I mean. That does make sense. Yeah. Well, it was a good run. It was pretty good. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. I mean, it was a run. It was a run. We were sure. doing a thing. We yeah, did it. We did a thing. I don't know what the quality was, but it did happen. It's definitely a thing that happened, and there's whole historical records of it, and it could be engraved on your on your gravestone. It could be etched in there. Wait, so now not only is TV and radio out the window, you're saying I'm going to go soon, too? Yeah, you're going to be dead. I'm really glad we had this conversation. But I'll put the Five Count logo on your headstone. Oh, you'll still be alive. I mean, yeah. It's because I'm rich enough to go cryostate. What does that mean? Like frozen head? Yeah, they freeze me. You know? According to Star Trek, it's like right as you're going to die, and they freeze you, and then way in the future, there's such new technologies, when they bring you back to life, they fix all your medical problems as well, and you're good as new. Like that Pauly Shore movie? Yes. I got You got to put things in terms that I can understand. Yeah, the Pauly Shore movie or Demolition Man, kind of like that. Oh, okay. Do you feel like Pauly Shore should have been in Demolition Man instead of Stallone? Ah, uh, wait. No, no, no. Not instead of Stallone. Maybe instead of, like, uh, Sandra Bullock's character. Wesley Snipes. Maybe if he was the villain, sure. Could you have know, been, could have been Pauly Shore. I would have, I would like to see Pauly Shore as a, as a villain. I think he would have actually been really good. Creepy. Could have been wheezing the juice. He could have totally been wheezing the juice. Think of his whole shtick, but in a weird, like, serial killer platform this is solid what other films do you think we could insert polish shore into driving miss daisy okay i mean you can't touch mac and me because that's very special flight of the Navigator. couldn't be the weasel in me yeah <laughs> the weasel in me yeah what about uh those beethoven movies so uh, is he like the dog? <laughs> like what? Yeah. Oh wait. I think that's son-in-law. If you replace the yeah. dog with Polly Shore, I think that's, it becomes son-in-law. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. That movie yeah. already exists. Don't do that. I mean, how adventurous would you go? Like Rambo or Indiana Jones? Do you see him as a leading man, or would he be more of a sidekick? Oh, either or. I think he could have made a great Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. He could have been a Han Solo. He could go either way, honestly. You know? 
I mean, what are you going to do? He's going to live up to the task, I think. I'm just trying to. He could be munching some grindage. Uh, yes. On Tatooine. Dude, could you imagine if he was one of the bad guys on Running Man? Could you imagine that? Hey, my my good friend from work, John, said that he thought our Schwarzenegger impressions were spot on. Really? And he loves the Running Man. Wow. Yes, dude. Running Man is awesome. And he loves your hair. He must have been listening to an older episode. I think we talked about it last week. And we did Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions? I don't know. We say a lot of dumb things. It's hard to remember. Yeah, that is. Well, thank you so much, John. Appreciate it. Appreciate all of that love that you're throwing our way. He said he really wants to meet you. Oh, really? Okay. Like in a creepy way or like an okay way? Well, we'll see where it goes. Uh-huh. Is he a handsy type guy or? Again, we'll play it by ear. Dust. You're or su- by hand. You're supposed to vet these situations for me, Dust. You know what's happened in the past. Children in boxes, different things. It gets crazy. I think you might want to uh, elaborate on that because that's an odd thing to just say and then not explain. <laughs> you don't remember when they showed oh, up? I remember. I'm just saying if anyone <laughs> listening out there, if you just say, you know, kids in boxes. Yeah. And then just leave it at that. <laughs> that sounds a little sus as well, the kids I, in boxes like to say. I didn't do. I didn't put the kid in the box. Some other kids brought another kid in a box to to the station and called up to the called the station and said come down and we and you were too afraid you thought of course they were going to pull knives on us or something i remember that vividly and then we went down there and there was a box that the kids were holding and then another kid jumped out of the box it was crazy you can't blame me though i mean even a buff dude like me could easily be overwhelmed by nine or ten junior high kids. Yes. It was something. I didn't know what to expect. What a great experience that was, though. Great guys. If you guys are listening out there, I love you guys. You're awesome. Now you're a man in a box. Yep. I'm man in a box. Now they're, all, they're all grown people who yeah. probably Ke- don't <laughs> think about you ever. Yeah, that's all right. But Kevin, we're still here. If you're listening, Kevin, let us know if you still fit in a box. 507-519-2030. John, let us know if you fit in a box too, pal. But you don't need to greet me from a box. <laughs> you know what keeps playing over in my mind when I'm talking about this? Is the 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 under siege scene where they goes down and the chick finally wakes up from her sleeping pills and comes out of the cake with the music playing i don't know why but it wasn't that nice at all (laughs) it was just a kid in a box you're a strange man ton yeah you could say um it's kind of like a weird man or like a weird al a weird al see what i did there yeah Hey, uh, Weird Al Yankovic has a band, and the band has a drummer. The drummer's name is John Bermuda Schwartz. Awesome. He's been on this program before, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, he's back. Beautiful. And we have an exclusive interview with him. We should probably hear it right now. Let's do it. 
We're on the phone today with John Bermuda Schwartz. He's the drummer for the Weird Al Yankovic Band, and he also has a new book out. It's called Lights, Camera, Accordion, eye-popping photographs of Weird Al Yankovic, 1981 to 2006. Hey, John, how are you doing today? I'm good, Justin. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's been a couple of years, but um, you're back with another book of your photography, Lights, Camera, Accordion, Eye-Popping Photographs of Weird Al Yankovic, 1981 to 2006. I guess the title kind of explains it, but can you talk a bit about the new book? Well, it's uh, it's more of my color film photos of Al. Uh, it's a much wider period than the first book, which was pretty narrow. Uh, there's 50% more photos. Uh, there are photos from the road, which I did not have in the black and white book. Um, and it's, it's pretty good. Al and, and the band, of course, they're in there. They, they all saw the book and they love it. They say it's better than the first. Um, and it's, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of it. I'm really glad I had a chance to get those photos out there again. A lot of the photos in there have been seen before, but they've been taken from prints or they were seen on the web and, uh, you know, or haven't been seen in a long time. Of course, these are all taken from the negative, so they look just fabulous. Yeah, it's definitely a beautiful book. It's great that you were able to get it all um, in one place, you know, for the fans. And obviously you were shooting uh, black and white and color at the same time. Can you talk a bit about that? And, I mean, are you doing things differently depending on, you know, what kind of film you're using? Well, I did that. I I shot black and white uh, specifically to kind of document a couple of, you know, what I thought were significant events, like our first video or second video or third video, et cetera, et cetera. uh, But I carried two cameras. Uh, so I could shoot color and black and white. And uh, so there are similar photos uh, in in both formats, and I did my best to not include any that were too similar. I didn't want anyone to think that I had taken a color photo, made it black and white, and, and you know put that out in the first book. Those were really black and white. These are all obviously really color. Uh, but I carried two cameras, and I did that for a long time, uh, just in general, uh, and... Uh, you know, then eventually stopped, and then eventually, honestly, I've been using my phone a lot, as as most of us do now. Yeah, I can't imagine the amount of work. And obviously, over the years, taking the photos, but then uh, years later, you're compiling them, and you got to digitize them, and you know, choose the photos. That must have been uh, quite the process. That was that was a, a heck of a thing. Uh, the first book, I, I had a, a company that that specializes in that, uh, do about twenty rolls of film that I had selected. And uh, they did a great job on those. And I, I realized about a year later, I said, you know, I got all these other negatives. I really should get them in a digital format. They'll be a lot easier to deal with just in general. Uh, you know, I don't have to scan photos anymore. So I got myself a proper negative scanner. And uh, in 2021, while I was sitting around doing nothing, uh, over about 18 weeks, every day, every single day, I scanned film, two, three, four, five rolls sometimes. Uh, not only just scanned them, you know, had to name them, had to uh, uh, catalog them in a database, uh, describe what was on them. It was a pretty arduous process. I was really, really uh, glad and, and satisfied when it was done. It was, you know, it was, uh, it was a heck of a project. I don't think I could have taken any other time in my life and, and have done that. But thanks to everyone laying low because of COVID, I was sitting home anyway. So uh, if, if nothing else, it was therapy. But I also, in, in scanning all of those, and, and they spanned my entire film shooting uh, era from when I was about maybe 15 or 16, uh, I, I got to relive a, a lot of my life. You know, a lot of the things in my life, people, places, uh, cars, 
uh, drum sets, pets, uh, bands I was in. You know, and of course, the Weird Al was a significant portion of that, too. That's awesome. I imagine when you first played with Weird Al and you were documenting uh, the videos and things, um, you probably didn't imagine you'd still be together 40 years later. At what point did you realize that you had taken on a project that was going to end up, you know, taking up a good chunk of your life? Uh, it's it's hard to say. I mean, we never uh, we never know for sure how much longer we've got. I mean, it has certainly gone a lot longer than any of us thought. Uh, I, thankfully, I mean, it's been great. Uh, and and I don't see any end in sight. You know, I don't know at what point I realized that that it would go on for longer. You know, I mean, there's always that hope. Uh, you know, I couldn't have imagined when I was 24 when I met Al that I would still be doing this. You know, 42 years later. Um, yeah, I'm sure he didn't think so either. Well, I know, uh, John. Besides the uh, the photos, you have a lot of memorabilia and stuff uh, throughout your career. Could we see maybe a, a third book down the road? Maybe like a, a scrapbook or, or something to that effect? Well, that's exactly what I'm thinking, and uh, you know, I think a lot of my stuff uh, and, and some of it again has been seen, but not in very good quality. Usually, not with any kind of description. And I think this book would require a lot more text. Uh, but it would be, uh, I mean, I've got every merch item that was ever made uh, starting back in 1984. I've got uh, a ton of uh, product from around the world, promo items, you know, things with different covers, videos, albums, you know, uh, CDs, 45s, uh, you know, different formats of tapes, laser discs, uh, a ton of stuff, you know, memorabilia from uh, some of the videos. I've got, of course, a complete collection of all of the uh, after show passes and laminates and things that that we use on the road are credentials uh you know that most people don't get to see uh a ton of stuff magazine clippings magazines uh you know all sorts of interesting things uh things that i think the fans would like and yes that is definitely uh on the table awesome yeah looking forward to that hopefully that comes up soon and again we're on the phone with the john bermuda schwartz and we're talking about his new book lights camera accordion eye-popping photographs of Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, I want to talk a bit about uh, your music. I know you guys are still playing here on tour, but how did the uh, or how has the tour been going here so far, the last tour? Well, the last tour, we just wrapped that up. Uh, that was 27 weeks with no breaks. That's the longest we've ever gone out. That's a lot longer than most bands should, I think. And uh, it went very well. It was very successful, uh, mostly sold-out shows. And uh, we played some cool places. Uh, every every tour, I mean, it's interesting. Without a new album for you know several years now, you know, and we're we're basically playing catalog material. Uh, that that uh, the the popularity is growing still, and and has not slowed down, and, and shows no signs of slowing down. And every tour, we play a couple of cool new places. And uh, this last tour, we played at the Kennedy Center, and we also, in fact, we wrapped up the tour at Carnegie Hall. In New York City, which was, uh, you know, is a, a particularly cool place. Uh, it's cool for me because the Beatles played there. Anywhere we play where the Beatles played <laughs> is really cool. But obviously, you know, way beyond, you know, just the Beatles. I mean, there's just a ton of performers and uh, have, have been there, and it's just such a classic venue. Uh, that was very, very cool uh, to play there. And, of course, you guys played here as well in Mankato, Minnesota, here a few months back. And, you know, it's awesome you guys have fans that are passionate enough to to sell out tours like this. Uh, you know, when you say right up front, hey, we're not playing any of the big hits, and, and, you know, and still they're sold out. That's awesome. Well, we and we did this uh, kind of a stripped-down tour, uh, no no costumes, no videos, you know, and, and all originals, 
Uh, we did this in 2018 as well, and it was very successful. And we basically came back in 2022 and did it again. And uh, it's possible we would do something like that again in the future and change up some of the songs. But, you know, the, the production, the big show, is pretty cool as well. And that's actually, I think, got more mainstream appeal. Well, certainly it does. And, uh, and we generally play bigger venues when we do that uh, production. And at some point, we'll return to that, I think. Uh, and I say that because we haven't sold the costumes or the props or anything yet. So I think, <laughs> I think we'll, uh, well, I was just in the warehouse this morning. It's all still there. Uh, I, I think we'll return to that at some point. Well, of course, the people, you know, the casual fans know the big hits, but uh, the diehards obviously know that you guys have a lot of songs to choose from and a lot of great original songs. I wanted to ask you that as far as how you decide, you know, what to put into the set lists when you do these kind of bare-bone tours. And, and was there maybe uh, some songs that you, you wanted to try out that maybe didn't make it around this time? Well, we, we know right up front that there are certain songs we just cannot do uh genius in france we can't do i mean and not not do it justice anyway uh hardware store is another one we just physically can't do live uh we would have to change them in order to to pull them off and that may or may not be cool uh we've changed dare to be stupid which we could certainly do in its original form uh we've done two additional versions of that one uh in 2018 we did sort of a almost like a, a bluesy almost a grateful dead sounding version of it to where when the song started you didn't know that was it and then the lyrics come in and it's like oh that's there to be stupid in a different style and then in 20 uh, you know this this last tour we did it as a, a latin thing which again uh you know it starts off with a really pretty uh you know uh, guitar picking thing you know kind of a easy latin thing and then goes into a you know and you don't know it's coming until the lyrics start and then it goes into a much harder much more traditional latin thing and uh Again, it was a whole different deal, but to do some of these other songs, would we would just have to start out doing them different, and not sure it would really do them well, serve the you know serve them well, and and be enjoyed, you know. And it's a lot of work to change a song uh, around that way. Um, but there are certainly enough originals to choose from and and change it up. We had uh, we had probably forty five or forty eight originals on the twenty eighteen tour that we rotated differently between the show every every set was different by the way every night was a different show and uh on this last tour, we cut it back a little bit, but we still had like thirty seven thirty eight songs that we rotated, and we would only do eighteen or nineteen of them a night, so we would have uh you know there's a lot of variety for us and for the fans because a lot of the fans will come see multiple shows and you know they'll they'll come to another show knowing that they're only going to see maybe three or four or five songs it'll be different but they enjoy it even honestly even if it's the same when we're doing our big production and it's the same show every night they come to multiple shows because they enjoy it in the same way that you would go see a movie several times you know you don't expect it to be different each time you just you enjoy it and you enjoy you know seeing and hearing it again so you know our fans most of them are like that and they will come to repeat performances whether they're the same or they're almost similar or maybe with the hope that they'll be significantly different with all of these different originals we're rotating. Uh, but but it's uh, I, I don't think there was anything that we that we wanted to do that we didn't end up doing. I, I think uh, you know Al had it up front. He, he knew exactly what we could actually pull off and what would be you know enjoyable by the fans. And uh, he has a real good sense of that, and I think it worked very well. Definitely. And you mentioned um, being on the road as long as you were this last time around. And I read uh, you guys are going back on tour again, uh, this time over in Europe. Uh, that's incredible how much uh, you guys seem to be on the road. 
Well, these two years, yeah, it's it's quite a bit. Now we we 2020 was a year off for us anyway, and then we were planning at the time to go back out in 2021. And the booking agency, after a while, said, you know, it's probably this whole COVID thing is probably going to dissuade a lot of people from wanting to come sit in an audience with a bunch of other people. You know, maybe not a good time to go back out that quickly. And they kind of squeezed. 2021 was supposed to be a a, a longer year, uh, but with some breaks in it. Uh, for for our touring, and they squeezed it all into one package, into one 27-week trip. And uh, we didn't know up front, you know, we thought, oh, you know, we've been out for four months before, you know, almost five. That's not that big of a deal. But it's it's hard. <laughs> you get out there and it's hard. And you would never know that, you know, if we were tired or, or whatever, you know, by seeing the shows, because every show was a really good show and full of energy. But, uh, wow, after the show and, and, you know, riding on the bus or the next day, you know, we just... We just sat around and, and relaxed. You know, we did our best to catch up on, on our rest because it's just uh, that much travel, that much being dragged around uh, does get to you after a while. You know, it's and, and that's at five shows a week. So we're in, you know, four or five, sometimes six cities a week and uh, that many hotels. And uh, it's it's a lot of logistics. So it was a tiring tour, but it was a very successful tour. It was a very enjoyable tour. Um, you know, the audiences loved every show and we loved every show. Uh, we just won't, we're not going to do six months straight again like that. We'll, we'll break it up a little bit next time. Well, the two are, uh, just to wrapping up and of course, uh, the next one coming up in Europe and you've got the book and that would seem like uh, way more than enough, but you also, of course, got the new movie that's out to weird, the Al Yankovic story. And, uh, I know so many people were excited uh, for that one. And then uh, it seems like it's been a great success. That's gotta be awesome for you guys to see that to work out well too. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's, well, yeah, we are involved in that. We played uh, all the stuff that's in there, all the, the band songs that are in there. We re-recorded earlier uh, before the movie was even shot. And uh, so, I mean, we're certainly a part of it. And, of course, Al co-wrote it and, uh, and was one of the producers on it as well. And it's really a good movie. It's really, really done well. It's very well acted. Uh, you know, I, I think the fans know going in that it's not a documentary by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, it's a farthest thing from the truth that you could possibly have about Al, you know, and, and, uh, which is interesting then because if someone sees it, who's not a fan or not a little more familiar with Al, they, they really don't know that Al and Madonna didn't have a relationship. You know, they really don't know a lot of the stuff that went on in the movie that was shown as being so, uh, convincing, you know, yet it's all just, it's all kind of for fun. It's all just satire really and 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 the movie's gotten really really good reviews and uh you know yes we're we're very proud of it we got to see it uh in a theater at the philadelphia film festival we got to see it on the big screen and hear an audience reaction while while we were watching it uh, which was very cool they loved the whole thing and and uh i've seen it a few additional times and it's it's done very well it's really really good and uh, the band is in touch with the guys that played us in the movie and they each actually play the instrument that they're supposed to be playing. Steve's actor plays bass, and Jim's actor plays guitar, and my actor, Tommy O'Brien, plays the drums. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've, I've been in touch with them, all good guys. Uh, you know, the other guys, from what I understand, Tommy's a nice guy. And uh, it's it's very, very cool. I mean, that's not the only Al thing. I mean, this is a major year of Al, besides the tour and besides the movie, uh, and besides my book, uh, he's got a book coming out uh, that he's involved with called The Illustrated Al, which I think comes out in early December. Okay. And that's uh, like like sort of graphic novel illustrations of 
uh, a bunch of songs, a bunch of his songs and several parodies. And some of them are just kind of a one-page illustration, and others are kind of like a, a comic strip almost, like sort of a storyboard kind of a deal. Uh, that's coming out. Uh, he's got uh, another movie, and I can't think of the name of it, but there was a movie that he did some of the uh, voicing in and is also portrayed as one of the characters. Uh, and I can't, I cannot think of it, and that's out now. Uh, this has just turned out to be an extremely busy year uh, for Al. There's something else he's done that's that's coming out for a TV thing for a, uh, on Netflix or something. He, he recorded a song. Uh, very busy year for Al. You know, for a guy that hasn't had an album out in eight years, uh, you know, he's, <laughs> he's bigger than ever right now. Yeah, that is awesome. That um, you know, after he first came out and you guys were uh, were out on the road, you know, playing the smaller shows and. I'm sure a lot of people probably thought it was just going to be a, a short time thing. And, you know, obviously, as you mentioned, more popular now than ever, you guys and with Al. And I know your book is just out, John, but do you have anything else coming up as far as music, maybe outside of the uh, Weird Al camp? Well, not right now. All my local bands are kind of laying low. Uh, I've actually got a, got a gig coming up shortly uh, with a band that I sub with. Uh, but all of my bands are just kind of laying low, and uh, I'll, I'll be back out with Al before I get a chance to play with them again. But when I'm back, uh, we'll be out for almost two months. And uh, when I'm back, uh, you know, they know I'm available and probably for the next year after that, and I'll have a chance to catch up with them a little bit, I hope. But that's kind of what I do. You know, I'm just, I'm always playing. I just, I enjoy playing. And, uh, you know, I, I juggle these other bands, and, and some of them have been fairly long-term commitments, you know, a dozen, 15, one guy I've been with over 40 years, uh, who, I, who I hooked up with just after Al. Uh, some pretty long-term stuff, and, uh, and I enjoy working with all of them. That's awesome. And again, uh, the new book is beautiful, and I'm glad that everything's going so well for you, John. And, and again, it's always an honor speaking with you. Thank you so much for your time today. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, and uh, pleasure talking with you again. Take care. And again, that was John Bermuda Schwartz from the Weird Al Yankovic Band and his new book, Lights, Camera, Accordion, Eye-Popping Photographs of Weird Al Yankovic 1981-2006, to is available now. Hi, this is John Bermuda Schwartz with the Weird Al Yankovic Band, and you're listening to The Five Count. You weren't there 
checkout counter at the local grocery store. I was only passing by, but a paper caught my eye, and I learned a few things I never knew before. It said, your pet may be an extraterrestrial. It said, the ghost of Elvis is living in my den. You can learn to cope with stress And you can beat the IRS And the incredible frog boy is on the loose again
stuff. The white stuff. The first one was a sweet one. Second one was a blast. Soon I finished off the bag. Ate them up real fast. You can see them in my teeth. Tell it when I talk. Had so many my pancreas just went in a shock. I love the white stuff. listening to the five count so don't touch that dial because i spent on it Just didn't get to complete it 
So, yes, uh, I hope you're prepared. I'm so ready. It's the five count. Man, what a nice interview. What a nice guy. Yeah, that was our exclusive interview with John Bermuda Schwartz from the Weird Al Yankovic Band. Beautiful. His new book, Lights, Camera, Accordion, is available now. Yeah, pick it up. From 1984 Publishing. Those guys do, uh, they do some good work. Yeah, they do. Wow. Listen, Tony, you do good work too. Thank you so much. I have a serious question for you now. Have you got your Christmas sweets? Like, do you hang candy canes and stuff on the tree? And uh, sometimes, but I don't eat them. You don't eat the candy canes? No, I don't. Like, because you don't like peppermint, or what is happening? Just not a big, uh, you know, as sweet as I am. Yeah. In many regards, I don't eat a lot of sweets. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking to yourself. How could a sweet 400-pound dude like you not eat any sweets? Yeah. I don't know. Just don't. You just don't. But I have used them for decorative purposes and then thrown them away. Yeah. I don't eat a lot of candy canes either, but um, I have to tell you, Dust, I recently became aware of some canes of which you might partake. Uh, Like Charlie Chaplin kind of canes? They are not sweet at all. I'm talking about clam decanes. Are they? They taste like clams. Yes, clam decanes, lobster canes, dill pickle canes, coal canes. And people eat these things. Caesar salad canes. That doesn't seem very Christmassy at all. It does not. It looks a hundred percent Christmassy. The taste is probably not Christmassy at all. But you might love it. So these are like wacky jelly bean flavors, but in candy cane form? I mean, I guess. I don't know. Why would anybody want that? I have no idea. But they sell like crazy, apparently. They sell like crazy, or they sell two crazies? Both. Mm. I didn't even know it was a real thing. And somebody was telling me about it, and I was like, there's no way Clamdy Canes is a thing. Just the name Clamdy Cane is like, what are you saying? And then I looked it up, and it's 100% real. 100%. Clamdy Canes. Are they paying us to talk about them? They are not. This is a freebie if you're out there. It really is. First one's free. Then after that, Ton expects to be paid handsomely. I found earlier... Just like he is. Yes. I found earlier a... Just a posting 
and they had like a link to the Amazon like review page of it and the reviews were ridiculous let's see if we can find it sardine canes sardines dust you like sardines right Uh, i guess not as much as the next guy but really oh dust you could buy all three sardine canes sour cream and onion canes mac and cheese canes 28 bucks this really sounds like a hot dog canes like a definite christmas puke situation (laughs) oh fancy pickle flavored canes again why would i want these why would why would a person want these just bacon candy canes you love this brisket candy cane this is up your this is a hundred percent butter candy cane when have you seen me eating any of these products in their normal form you'll eat butter and briskets you'll just eat that stuff and you'll eat a hot dog I guess I've never seen you eat a Caesar salad or a pickle, <laughs> a pickle, but bacon you'll eat, right? I mean, I don't. Full and butter flavor. I don't seek these things out. Wow. Hot eat. dog and ketchup. Wow. Pizza flavored candy cane dust. This is a hundred percent right up your alley. Should we order some and eat them on the show? Yes. Should you pay for Ooh, them? Can we get pickle gourmet flavored cotton candy? Instead? Hey, it's on you, Ton. You can get whatever kind you want. Awesome. I Ooh. mean, I would eat that stuff. Pickle flavored stuff, I'd basically eat any of it. Any. 100%. Pickle so, flavored. I don't yes. remember what your original question was. If you bought any Christmas sweets. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. I didn't do that. What's your problem? It's only like the first weekend in December. It's like if you buy your Halloween candy in August, do you think it's going to be there around Halloween? Well, depends. In your house, apparently, because you don't like sweets, right? I'm more of a carbo loader. Ooh. If I'm being honest. So what, like noodles? I'll eat some potatoes and bread. Potatoes and bread. Starch and... Okay. Yeah. Potatoes and bread? Ton. Remember 10 years ago when back in the day when you were able to eat bread? Yeah. Yes. Those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> Guess what, Ton? This is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history. Nice. December 1st, 2012. This is in Tun's top five favorite programs. Because we were joined for an exclusive interview by Judy Norton, <laughs> also known as Mary Ellen from the Waltons. Yeah. Uh, Tun loves the Waltons. And he was so excited, especially when he found out she was also on Stargate. Yeah, man. Which is some kind of Star Trek offshoot. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> I knew her from the Battle of the Network Stars. Yeah. But uh, Mary Ellen, who I remember seeming to sound very bored while talking to us. Yeah. I don't quite remember that. Maybe she was just bored of me. 
Oh, it makes sense. We have that from time to time. It's all right. I'm usually able to pick up on that pretty quickly. Bored women talking to me. <laughs> Something you have a lot of experience with. Yeah. I understand. So it was like, uh, even though it was early in December, it was still Christmassy Christmas time yeah. show with Mary Ellen. That's From nice. the Waltons. Because the Waltons had a Christmas album. A ton listened to sitting on his mother's lap every Christmas. <laughs> Such fond memories. So we played we played the whole thing, I believe. Yeah. That's awesome. That's the spirit of Christmas. It really is. That sounds like a wonderful show. You can go to YouTube and look it up. Or you can go to the fivecount.com and look up her name. Yeah, we might get to that at some point. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. Hey, I'm working on the website, thefivecount.com. Yeah. It's an expensive piece of crap. <laughs> oh, man. Just a scene setter there for you. Okay. Trying to fix it. All right. Slow going. When I've been out there, it looks pretty good. Well, if you want to listen to like the last five or six years worth of shows, that's fine. But when you start digging real deep, some of those are not working yet. Working on it. You give me that look, Tony, like I don't do enough. No, five or six years is plenty. I'm doing what I can. I don't think anybody cares beyond five or six. I don't think anybody cares beyond two years anymore. It's very generous ton because honestly i don't think people just care at all in general maybe you could be onto something there except for the handful of people i work with who probably pity me more than anything i think it's nice they got some co-workers listening but the only thing i have really found to be true uh throughout the years of doing this radio program is fans kind of come and go it's very rare to have someone who actually continues to interact with us on a regular basis for many years. And I can only think of a couple names where they've really like stuck around. There's, there's a couple other names that I can think of that I really thought and hoped were going to also stick around, but they haven't. You know, like they drop off, they come and go in waves. To be fair, we are extremely obnoxious. Yeah. So you can't fault people for not sticking in there for the long haul. Yeah, it's tough. It's hard. You know? We're hard to love sometimes. There's so many options. There is. You're just you're just bombarded with options every so much day. Competition. Yeah. What do you do? What can you do, Dust? Do you just do a slight variation of the same show every week for 19 years i mean we've been that's the route we've gone yeah that's that's where we've gone with it and just putting all our chips on your voice really i think not sure how successful that game plan was (laughs) oh man well i mean how do you measure success really um you could measure it monetarily Mm mm-hmm which in that instance, we're not very successful at all. Yeah, we're in the hole, big time. <laughs> um, you could measure it by the amount of respect. Which we're also in the hole. Reverence. 
not wow not being paid much in that regard you know now that you are talking about it it feels a little like uh what's the right word fortuitous that is a word (laughs) what is that not sure it means what you think it means no it's not it's we're not you're trying to say what a big waste of time your life has been yes i get you what has happened all of a sudden well you know you made your decisions and now you you gotta live with them yeah i'm laying in this bed with you dust and you know for the most part i feel fulfilled you know you fill my heart with joy basically every week that's good enough not for me, it's not. Not for you, it's not. What else do you need? A back rub? Yeah, for starters. <laughs> you wish it was a waterbed? Could maybe help me regain the circulation in my feet after I sat in my car for 45 minutes okay. in the church parking lot waiting for you to not show up. Yeah. Not that okay. I'm upset. Yeah, I couldn't tell at all. Let me get you a nice little pan of hot water there. You want to dunk your little... Dunk your little piggies in there or what? I'm fine. <laughs> I could probably drum up one of those turkey ro- turkey roasting pans and fill it with warm water. Ton, I got a message here sent to the five count hotline. No way. Did you know we had a hotline? I did know we have a hotline. The five count hotline. 507-519-2030. I think uh, we need to record a new message. Do we? A voicemail, outgoing message. Yeah. I love that idea. I think the one that we have is pretty lengthy. Yeah. (laughs) And I also think that it was recorded at a time when we were optimistic about possibly just being locked out of the studio for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And maybe we'll be back. Of course, that was going on three years ago. Wow. So, you probably need a new one. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. In fact, I was told very officially from the general manager that it will not be happening <laughs> ever. Wow. Sorry about that. Sorry. Anyway, here's the message from John in New Ulm. Oh, wow. Another one. I need. To reset my phone. Can't send slash get pics and weather stuck on 54. Track phone does phone, F-O-N-E. So I write it that way at times. Oh, I see. That makes sense. Did feel bad the way Snake Eyes poster folded. If I ever see you or ton in person, can give some unfolded ones. Yeah, I really think you hurt his feelings. I'm sorry, John. P.S. Hot off the press. Creed 3 will be in theaters March 2023. Oh, man. No, I am not 16 years old. (laughs) Till next time, this has been a moment with John. Hi-o. Man. John, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go so harsh on you about that poster. It's okay. It's really okay. And I'm sorry about the phone thing spelt wrong. I'm so, I, that totally makes sense. I've seen that track phone, and it's spelled that way, and it makes sense. That's okay, man. I'm sorry. Um, John, I need to know if you're excited for Creed th- 3, if you've seen the other Creed films, and how you feel about Stallone not being in it. 
Let's go to New Ulm and watch it in March. That would be awesome. Dusty, I also have to ask you this question. Did you see any of this news about how, like, previously Stallone was saying, no, it's fitting, I don't need to be in all of them, it's whatever, I'm not going to be in Creed 3, blah, blah, blah. And then now suddenly he's saying, like, how could they not have me even in there just slightly? This is ridiculous. Have you seen that? No, he's not in it at all. He's not in it at all. Man, spoiler alert. Yeah, and it feels weird. It feels like I don't want to see it then. Isn't that weird? Is that weird? It's a little weird. I mean, I know your favorite Rocky film is Rocky V. I mean... So maybe tonally this is different. You should still give it a shot. What I'm saying is when Mick died, it wasn't like suddenly Meredith Burgess just wasn't in the film. I mean, it still showed the guy, you know, there's like stuff that happened. You got to put it to bed somehow. I feel like the same thing needs to happen with Rocky. You can't, you can't just do a whole nother movie and be like, oh yeah, he died. Show the gravestone and like on with our lives. You know what I'm saying? Why? They did that to Adrian and Pauly. They did, but there was a lot of years in between there. And arguably, I would say they're not quite as important of a character as Rocky. Rocky has already established himself in a whole in this whole storyline again. You mean because the movie was called Rocky? No, I mean in Creed. Oh. I mean, of course, because the previous movies were called Rocky, so he's kind of the main deal. I gotcha. But in Creed, he's established himself even within those films. And it's current, and the guy's still alive. And would be a part of it if asked, probably. So it's like, I don't know. <clears throat> well, maybe we can figure it out during this next musical interlude. I love that idea. <laughs> you always love my ideas. <laughs> You gotta get with my friends, friends. make it last forever, friendship never ends, if you wanna 
in the evening watching something stupid on TV. I'm zoned out on the sofa when my wife comes in the room and sees me. And she says, is this behind the music with Leonard Skinner? And I say, I don't know. Say it's getting late. What you want to do for dinner? She says, I kind of had a big lunch, so I'm not super hungry. I said, well, you know, baby, I'm not starving either, but I could eat. She said, so what do you have in mind? I said, I don't know what about you. She says, I don't care if you're hungry, let's eat. I said, that's what we're going to do. But first, you got to tell me what it is you're hungry for. And she says, let me think what's left in our refrigerator. I said, well, there's tuna, I know. She said that went bad a week ago. I said, is the chili okay? She said, you finished that yesterday. I hopped up and said, I don't know. Do you want to get something delivered? She's like, why would I want to eat liver? I don't even like liver. I'm like, no, I said delivered. She's like, I heard you say liver. I'm like, I should know what I said. She's like, whatever. I just don't want any liver. Well, I was going to say something, but my cell phone started to ring. Now who could be calling me? Well, I checked my caller ID. It was just Cousin Larry calling for the third time today. My wife said, let it go to voicemail. I said, okay. Where were we? Oh, dinner, right? So what do you want to do? She says, why don't you whip up something in the kitchen? Yeah, I said, why don't you? 
And then she says, Baby, can't we just go out to dinner, please? I says, No. She says, Yes. I says, No. She says, Yes. I says, No. She says, Yes. Oh, here's your keys. I step a little bit closer. Say, Okay, where you wanna go? She says, How about the ivy? Said, Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't feel like getting all dressed up and eating expensive food. She says Olive Garden. I say, nah, I'm not in the mood. And Burrito King would make me gassy, there's no doubt. She says, just forget about it. I said, no, I swear I'm gonna take you out. Then I get an idea. I say, I know what we'll do. She says, what? I say, yes. She says, what? I say, we're going to the drive-thru. So we head out the front door. Open the garage door, then I open the car doors, and we get in those car doors. Put my key in the ignition, and then I turn it sideways. Then we fasten our seat belts as we pull out the driveway. Then we drive to the drive-thru, heading off to the drive-thru. We're approaching the drive-thru, getting close to the drive-thru. Almost there at the drive-thru, now we're here at the drive-thru. Here in line at the drive-thru Did I mention the drive-thru? Well, here we are in the drive-thru line Me and her Cars in front of us, cars in back of us All just waiting to order There's some idiot in a Volvo With his brights on behind me I lean out the window and scream Hey, whatcha trying to do blind me? My wife says maybe we should park We could just go eat inside I said I'm wearing bunny slippers So I ain't leaving this ride Now a woman on a speaker box Is saying, can I take your order please? I said, yes indeed, you certainly can We'd like two hamburgers with onions and cheese Then my wife says, baby Hold on, I've changed my mind I think I'm gonna have a chicken sandwich instead this time I said, you always get a cheeseburger She says, that's not what I'm hungry for I put my head in my hands and scream I don't know who you are anymore The voice on the speaker says I don't have all day I said, then take our order And we'll be on our way I wanna get a chicken sandwich And I want a cheeseburger too She's like, you want onions on that? I'm like, yeah, I already said that I do Plus we need curly fries And don't you dare forget it And two medium root beers No, just one, we'll split it Then I said, I'm guessing that you're probably not too bright So read me back my order Let's make sure you got it right She says, one, you want a chicken sandwich? Two, you want a cheeseburger? Three, curly fries and a large root beer Stop, don't go no further I never ordered a large root beer I said, medium, not large Then she says, we're having a special I supersized you at no charge Oh and that's all I could say was oh And she says now there's something else That I really think you should know You can have unlimited refills For just a quarter more I say great, except we're in the drive-thru So what would I want that for? Then she says wait a minute Your voice sounds so familiar Hey is this Paul? And my wife is all like no that ain't Paul Now tell me who's this Paul? She says oh he's just some guy Who goes to school with me I sat behind him last year and I copied off of him in geometry 
I said I know a guy named Paul He used to be my plumber He was prematurely bald And he moved to Pittsburgh last summer He also had bladder problems And a really bad infection on his toe And she says, Mr. Please, you can stop right there That's way more than I needed to know And then we both were quiet And things got real intense And then she says, nice window, please Because my wife was getting a headache So we both just sat there quietly for her sake well, Then I looked at her And she looked back at me And I said, um, I think you have something in your teeth She turned away from me And then turned back and said, did I get it? I said, yeah, well I mean most of it But hey, you know, don't sweat it Then she said, how about now? I said, yeah, almost There's still a little bit there, but don't worry It's probably just a piece of toast Now we're at the pay window Or whatever you call it Put my hand in my pocket I can't believe there's no wallet And the lady at the window's like Well, well, well That'll be 582 I turn around to my wife And say, how much have you got on you? She just rolls her eyes and says, I'll pay for this, I guess So she reaches into her purse and busts out the American Express I hand it to the lady And she says, oh dear, it's gotta be cash only We don't take credit cards here I took back the card and said, she really, well that sucks And that's when I found out my wife was only carrying three bucks I said, I thought you were gonna hit the ATM today She says, I never got around to it, so where's your wallet anyway? And I said, never mind, just help me to find some change Now the lady at the window's looking at me kind of strange And she says, Mr. Please, we gotta move this line along I said, now hold your stinking horses, lady, we won't be long So I looked around inside the glove box And checked the mat beneath my feet I found a nickel and an ashtray And a couple pennies and a dime in the space between the seats Before long I had a little pile Of coins of every sort The lady counts it up and says You're still about a dollar short And now my woman's got this weird look frozen on her face She screams, you know I wasn't even really hungry in the first place And so I turned around to the cashier again I shrugged and said okay Forget the chicken sandwich then So I pick up my change Pick up my receipt And I drive to the pickup window Man, I just can't wait to eat And now we see this acne-ridden kid about 16 Wearing a dorky name tag that says Hello, my name is Eugene And he hands me a paper bag I look him in the eyes And I say to him, hey Eugene Could I get some ketchup for my fries? Well, he looks at me And I look at him And he looks at me And I look at him 
And he looks at me And I look at him And he says I'm sorry What did you want again? I say ketchup And he says oh yeah that's right I just face down there for a second I'm really kind of burnt tonight And then he hands me the ketchup And now we're finally driving away And the food is driving me mad With its intoxicating bouquet I'm starving to death by the time we pull up at the traffic light I say baby give me that burger I just gotta have a bite So she reaches in the bag And pulls out the burger And she hands me the burger And I pick up the burger And then I What's up? It's your friend Rick Dees, and you're listening to The Five Count right here. It just gets better and better. The Five Count. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome. It's the five count. It's over now, but... It really is. You probably should have tuned in earlier, you damn (laughs) ding-dong. Man. Just kidding. Nobody listens to this on the radio. (laughs) What do you think this is? 2004? Yeah, for those of you listening on podcast, good move. Just listen to it whenever you want. Even that's an old person thing. It really is. You're out of you're out of the loop that is out of you're out of like seven loops. Seven loops? Yeah. How do I get back in? Too late. What's the current loop? I wouldn't know. Neither would I. I'm many loops removed. How many loops has there been? I don't even know how to keep track anymore. Is even TikTok a thing anymore? Or do pe- are people over TikTok? 
I mean, technically, if your woman is into TikTok, that's an old person's thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not on there. Zinger to your woman. I'm on public radio, ton. You think I know what's hip and cool? I'm the last person you should be asking. Yeah. Anyway, show's coming to an end. Thanks to John Bermuda Schwartz for being on the show tonight. Get his new book, Lights, Camera, Accordion, available now. Wonderful. Otherwise, I think we're we're good. You could uh, go to our website if you want, thefivecount.com. Half of it's really good. The back half is kind of broken still, but we're working on it. It's all right. There's plenty of material for you to check out. Wonderful times. There might even be some past holiday episodes. You can listen to the Christmas episode from last year or the oh. year before. Oh. Wonderful. That would be good. Hey, you could join us on YouTube. A lot of fun stuff happening there. It's really good. Tons of fun stuff. We've got the Five Count Co-op, which is Dusty and I playing old school video games and really doing a terrible job of it and trying to be funny. We might have some special guests, a special guest on the next uh, couple episodes. Next week. Yes, it's going to be great. You could join us on Patreon if you really wanted to be a good dude. Christmas. Or dudette. Yeah, Christmas time is coming, so... Just give us a dollar. Yeah. You get early access to this show, the YouTube shows, all the classic episodes, bonus episodes. Oh, man. I'm going to join it right now. It's only a dollar. Come on. You could maybe send us some PayPal money so Ton could save up to buy his Metallica tickets. Because they're going to be north of $300. That's really something. I would like to do that, but holy cow, that's a that's a steep price. Better start selling some plasma. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's been really great, Dust. It's been a wonderful evening. Yeah. A nice time together. Hey, can I mention if you're on Patreon, we just had the five count at the movies with an out-of-sync video featuring Sinbad as a giant condom. I want to check that out. Totally forgot about that. I will get it back into sync. Oh, Ton's going to fix it. I'll fix it. So, Tony, Tony, Tony Tone, if you've already watched it out of sync, and I know you have, first of all, blame Ton. Second of all, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Now we're done. We'll see you next time. So long.